Hello and welcome back. I am going to be updating you on uh, what is happening with the Arab and Muslim uh, Americans, particularly the voters uh, who have uh, traditionally uh, supported the Democratic Party, particularly Joe Biden. And according to a report published uh, on uh, this weekend, uh, a, a reporter from Mother Jones, Ali Bernard, um, mentions that uh, a group of Muslim and Arab American voters and community leaders in Michigan decided to pass on the meeting with President Joe Biden's campaign, which has which was planned for Saturday. These leaders are saying that they have canceled the meeting because of President's apparent unwillingness to restrain Israel in months-long attack on Gaza. And this has, of course, followed weeks of public statements by Arab-American Muslim activists, advocates, and voters that they would not support Biden in 2024 because he backs Israel as it lays siege on Gaza. And uh, so Biden's campaign, despite these statements, tried to reach out to community leaders in Detroit area, which is, uh, I should uh, remind, has uh, one of the largest Arabic-speaking populations in the United States. And Biden's campaign hopes uh, to discuss these concerns uh, uh, so that, you know, they can he can explain his, his position or the limits of the U.S. policy, etc. Uh, the National Executive, uh, Executive Director of the American Arab Anti-Discrimination Committee, uh, Abed Ayoub, told ABC News, we are dumbfounded. Why does this administration still believe that we are going to be willing to meet with them with no movement on their part on our demands. And they've been the same demands since October 2023, and nothing's changed. Earlier, Biden uh, had publicly dismissed the likelihood that Arab and Muslim Americans would not vote for him in the 2024 election if he uh, continued to remain silent about the you know Israeli attacks on uh, uh, on Gaza and the siege of civilian population, the horrendous uh, civilian deaths, uh, and which uh, the International Criminal of uh, uh, the ICJ uh, called uh, uh, called uh, it genocide. I mean, uh, as uh, something that contributes to genocide according to international law, and um, so basically, uh, this is quite a a serious issue for Biden's campaign, particularly in areas where you have pockets of Muslim voters. But there, I mean, of course, Muslims overall in the U.S. Uh, uh, are, are a very small minority, so they may not have that huge impact. But in certain areas and states like Michigan, which Biden must win if he wants to return to presidency uh, later this year in the November election, uh, so it is quite a big challenge, and I don't know how is he going to uh, address that. Um, so um, Biden had earlier said in January that the former president, uh, Trump, wants to ban uh, Arabs and Muslims coming into this country. Uh, and, uh, you know, and he reminded the Arab American voters that, you know, we understand who cares about the Arab population, unquote. Now, this was true in 2020 election when Biden re received 70% of the vote in Arab and Muslim American counties in Michigan. But now the polls are showing 
that since the Hamas attack and Israeli response, two-thirds, two-thirds of Arab and Muslim Amer American voters are likely to vote against Joe Biden. Now, uh, following the Hamas attack on October 7, in which 1,200 Israeli civilians were killed, very unfortunate, and approximately 240 people were taken hostage, um, and around uh, 132 of them still are in captivity. Uh, Israel's uh, military uh, assault on Gaza has sadly killed more than 26,000 Palestinians, including more than 10 thousand children and 83, 83 journalists. And may I add, nearly a hundred professors and teachers. The Biden administration uh, declined to intervene. Uh, you know, there were many calls for ceasefire. There were protests against, uh, you know, all over the country. They still are continuing. And the uh, U.S. has maintained its aid to Israel through and through. And uh, now, uh, you know, many... Uh, officials within the Biden administration have a different view. They have uh, disagreed with the policy. Uh, these leaks have been coming in, in the media uh, because uh, many of the uh, former officials of, uh, of the State Department and even the serving ones have uh, criticized this policy and they think it's not good for the U.S.'s national interest. But, you know, Joe Biden refuses to act on that. Now, Dearborn Mayor... Abdullah Hamoud, uh, Mother Jones reports, who had been slated to attend this meeting on Saturday with Biden, also expressed his frustration with the Biden ad administration on uh, on Twitter. In way of, uh, and in his post, uh, uh, Mayor Abdullah wrote, I quote, our immediate demand is crystal clear. The Biden administration must call for a permanent ceasefire to a genocide it is defending and funding with our tax dollars. Dearborn residents have tirelessly protested and organized in demand of a ceasefire as their mayor, I follow their lead, unquote. Now, this is a clear public pressure on the mayor. And may I add, it's not just the Muslims that we're talking about or Arab Americans. Younger voters, more and more polls, and re repeatedly have shown that many of the young people who are protesting against the U.S. policy in the Middle East are not happy with Biden's stance and may not be voting for Democratic Party. Now, this is going to be a serious challenge, uh, which might actually contribute uh, to Donald Trump's return. Uh, and therefore, Biden, in his own uh, political interest, I suppose, and of course, in the larger interest of humanitarian interest, must act and must act swiftly and clearly and promptly before it's too late for this administration to win the fast eroding support it has in the progressive or younger people who do not want or at least are sick and tired of the conventional old school policies of the US government in the Middle East. That's all for, for now. I'll be back with more updates. Thank you.